On the defense, new tonight on our news live at 7, the tourism chief responds as another country issues a travel warning for the Bahamas. The minister reassures visitor safety as forward bookings remain strong. And from defense to offense. And the sound of the bell, the industrial action begins. Hotel Union President Darren Wood says his members prepared to take action over pay negotiations. And ultimatum issue. A Supreme Court judge gives a grandmother and former girlfriend a deadline to bring a murder fugitive to court or pay $30,000 bail. Then in our news at 7.30, prodigal sons face a $30,000 junk in a seed fund repayment, but the culture minister says government won't threaten legal action. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Kendino Knowles. The tourism minister is in damage control mode after another country warning its residents about traveling to the Bahamas. Minister Chester Cooper stressing the Bahamas is safe for guests, claiming criminal activity is isolated. Anthony McDermott gets us started tonight. Canada issuing a travel advisory to its citizens, calling on them to exercise a high degree of caution when traveling to the Bahamas. They are now joining the United States, which warned its citizens about crime last week. Our visitors know that the Bahamas is a safe place. Canada's advisory tells citizens the risk level is due to high rates of crime, especially in Freeport and Nassau. Despite the advisories, Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Tourism Chester Cooper had this to say to parliamentarians. Our brand is very strong. Our islands are diverse. And our people are resilient, peaceful, and friendly. The world knows our lure. The January 29th advisory says armed robberies, burglaries, purse snatchings, theft, fraud, and sexual assaults are the most common committed against travelers. The Canadian government is cautioning its residents to avoid over-the-hill south of Shirley Street and fish fry areas. It also advises them to, among other things, stay alert and not to walk alone, particularly in the dark. The crime situation in Nassau must be addressed, but must not be allowed to cast a shadow over all of our 16 island destinations, where tranquility, warm, hospitable people and the natural beauty of our country abounds. Despite the uproar, Cooper says forward bookings remain robust. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. All right, thanks for that, Berthony. Well, the bell has rung and the time for talk is over. President of the Bahamas Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union, Darren Wood, says the union will be taking action. He called on all hotel workers across the country, the capital in particular, to join in. He's labeling it a blackout and insists employees will no longer be taken advantage of. Today, we call to action the members of the Bahamas Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union, covered by the Bahamas Employers and Restaurants Association Limited, including, but not limited to, the golf course, the laundry, the D.C., Ocean Club, the Marina Village, Coral Towers, Royal Towers, Cove and the Reef, Life at Key, Town Hotel, and also the members at the Harborside Resort, 
We are calling you to action. This latest news comes after Woods and dozens of union members led a demonstration last week at the foot of the Sydney Poitier Bridge. The hotel wants a greater percentage in the tipping category. How far they are willing to take these industrial actions, though, to get the results they want, Woods says there's no limit. We are going to do whatever we have in our power, whatever within the law for us to do at this time, to bring us. Last week was only to bring awareness to what we're going through. Was it no strike? We were exercising our health walk, so I could tell you all, expect more of those. And at some point when you keep walking, you get tired. And you know what's happening when you get tired. That's the answer to your question. All right, and while the government and the hotel union remains deadlocked in discussions over a salary increase, Minister of Labor Pierre Glover-Rold says they're no closer to striking a deal after hotel workers gathered at the foot of Sydney Portier Bridge last week. Our director of labor, Mr. Howard Thompson, had a meeting yesterday with Bahamas Hotel Catering and Allied Workers Union President Darren Woods, as well as a senior executive from Atlantis Hotel. Unfortunately, we're still at an impasse, and as a result, in my role as director of labor, as minister of labor and public service, I'm going to step in, um, and I hope that I'll be able to assist them in bringing some resolution within the next 24 to 48 hours. And that's not the only issue. The Labour Minister also commenting on Monday's protest at the University of the Bahamas. Those protesters, they also want a salary review. While Glover Rolls says they have a right to exercise their rights, her ministry maintains an open line of communication with the union that represents those workers. I guess um, it is their intention to prove a point that they um, are able to bring out their members. But you, communication, lines of communication are open. I also have communication directly with the Bahamas Public Service Union president. My office is at this time waiting to um, make an appointment for them to come and have our quarterly meeting. So we do have open lines of communication. Um, but. Mr. Ferguson and his members are exercising their constitutional rights. There's nothing we can do to stop that. Police need your help tonight after gunfire rang out on Tuesday afternoon on Charles Vincent Street, where a teen was shot after trying to foil an attempted robbery. Police confirmed the shooting, saying the teen is in critical condition in hospital. Police say the 17-year-old was inside a store in the area around 4.20 when he learned someone was trying to steal his Krypton motorcycle. They say he went outside and confronted the suspect who pulled out a handgun and shot the victim in the upper torso before fleeing. If you have any information that can help police, you are asked to call 911 or leave an anonymous tip with Crime Stoppers at 328-TIPS. And the Supreme Court judge has given an ultimatum to the grandmother and ex-girlfriend of a murder case fugitive, Rashad Paul. Senior Justice Cheryl Grant Thompson says deliver him to court by February 7th or face a $30,000 penalty. Grant Thompson emphasized the consequences, warning the women about the potential loss they would incur if they failed to locate Paul. When they posted his $30,000 bail, they assumed responsibility for ensuring his court appearance and compliance with release terms. Both women asserted they last saw Paul on January 3rd, three days before he allegedly removed his ankle bracelet and committed a murder on East Street. With his bail revoked and an arrest warrant issued, Grant Thompson said... If Paul remains at large by next week, they must pay the bail bond. 
His grandmother leveraged her house as collateral, and his former girlfriend shares a child with him using a job letter for the bail. And Prime Minister Philip Davis announcing yesterday that government will revisit the arrangements with the company tasked with providing ankle monitoring services for people out on bail. However, former Prime Minister Dr. Hubert Minnis joining the conversation, saying that he spoke about the same issue about two months ago, adding that it's a very concerning issue. The government had ignored what I said then. So there was a two to three months lapse since then. So the question is now, how many individuals would have been involved in criminal activity in spite of having a bra ankle bracelet, but leaving the ankle bracelet home at their, at their houses and subsequently go into the community and do um, engage in criminal activity? That's a possibility, and I'm certain that a number of the a number of incidents would have occurred. And Dr. Minnis says he believes had government heeded his warnings and concerns, some of the criminal activities that have occurred recently could have been avoided. But the government must take the contract from the existing contractor because it's quite evident that they cannot manage it. It calls for advanced and rapid changing technology. You have to keep up with the technology. The system that was in place under ICS had cell phone connectivity um, to the to ankle bracelet also. So they could have warned the criminal or the individuals in advance that you are violating and the police will be for you in a matter of minutes. It had all the technological advances attached, but the government had broken that particular contract and given it to a contractor, as far as I'm concerned, who don't, do not know how to manage it appropriately. All right, we've got much more to get to tonight, but for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is standing by in the Weather Center. And Greg, we are enjoying this chilly weather. I know we talked about those cold fronts that are expected to come in. But I just hope that we could keep the same 60, 70, high 60s, 70 you, over the next few, few you're days. Gonna, you're going to see that in the extended forecast and uh, later on in the forecast. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we are going to hold on to those uh, low to mid 70s for the next couple of days. And there's a slight warmer for the weekend. Then we have okay. the front coming in on Monday, so we're looking well, for right. an extended period. So yeah, get all outside right, and enjoy it. It is cool outside, though. It is. Temperatures. It is. In the uh, upper 60s, but look at that feels like temperature in the mid-60s. Mostly clear skies. The winds out of the west-northwest at 15 miles per hour. Those winds are picking up. There's a frontal boundary on its way here and also a surface trough that moved through the uh, capital earlier today. Temperatures around the islands right now, it is 67 in Freeport, 68 over in Marshall, Barbaco. We pick up 70s in Alistair, Bimini, Great Harbor Key and in Governor's Harbor. Nicholson Andrews, 68. Here in the capital, 69. 65, Camps Bay. You guys in the big yard, you kind of cool. 71 in Arthurstown, Cat Island, Georgetown. 70 in Deadman's Key. Also in Copentown, San Salvador. And in the southeast, Bahamas, 73. Duncan Town, Ragged Island, Abrams Bay. And in Turks and Caicos Islands. A pair of 72s in Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Delectable Bay. And Matthew Town in Agua. You guys are the warm spot down there at 75 degrees. Sideline radar composite showing just some patchy clouds associated with the first funnel. Surf, well, actually, surface trough that dropped into the uh, northwest Bahamas earlier. But this is the front that's now going to be moving into Grand Bahama as we speak. And not much weather. That's actually going to be a dry front. Not much moisture associated with that. But high pressure is going to build behind that. Clear skies. And, of course, tonight, 
we're going to be losing those clouds. So look for some cool temperatures, possibly into the low 60s here, upper 50s across the extreme northern islands. That's your first look of weather. Stick with us. So look at the extended forecast is still to come. Smoother roads ahead. Still to come on our news, the latest on government's $100 million road improvement project on New Providence. Plus, a Bahamian performing arts school unveiled. Local creatives and dignitaries eagerly anticipate details and timeline for the upcoming tertiary-level institution. The story, when our news returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. As we roll into February, we continue to save at super value and quality supermarkets. Libby Spaghetti and Meatballs, 15 ounce, 159. Distinction Evaporated Milk, 14 ounce, 119. American Heritage Cream Cheese, 8 ounce, 2 for $5. Ground beef, 1 pound, 399. Beef short ribs, 499 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Well, officials say potholes and uneven surfaces will soon be a thing of the past as government has begun its aggressive road improvement project in New Providence. Patching potholes, road resurfacing, sidewalk construction and drainage repairs, all part of the $98 million road improvement project that's currently underway. An update on how the work is going so far from Works and Family Island Affairs Minister Clay Sweeting. Since January... We've been paving a lot more roads than normal. So they're working um, two shifts and, and ensuring that that's done. We also will do um, lateral roads, which will be provided to subcontractors. So that assessment is being completed. And then once that's done, then the interior roads will be paved as well. It's the most extensive work in the country since the new Providence Road Improvement Project began. That began in 2009 under the last Ingram administration. The work is being carried out in partnership with Bahama Mix. There are similar plans for Cat Island, Eleuthera, Exuma, and Long Island. He said government is also looking to expand road work in Abaco. If you see a new Providence, a lot more roads are getting paved. Um, 65% of the project will be done by Bahamex, um, which is a government entity that paves roads. They'll just be infused with, with more funding to get done what they need to get done. All right, there's a new Bahamian performing art school on the way, and today a room full of Bahamian creatives and dignitaries, as well as local legends, took in a presentation about the proposed tertiary-level school. Marlena Leonard was there. 
you saw a big vision presented today uh, with lots and lots and lots of details, lots of moving parts. Um, I spent the last uh, good year and a half, two years, um, developing all of this. That's Ian Poitier, selected as the project lead for the Creative and Performing Arts School, also known as CAPUS, presenting the concept of the new school to a room full of dignitaries and Bahamian creatives this afternoon. CAPUS's plan to provide a tertiary-level conservatory-style education, starting at age 18 with no upper age limit. The proposed syllabus includes things like creative writing, musical theater, choreography, and music production. But they're still in the early stages of planning, with today's event serving as an opening to the consultation period. There are several um, sort of buckets of activity, if you will. So first of all, there's this phase, which is the um, uh, kind of development phase. And in last year's budget, um, there was an allocation uh, given for it of a million dollars. That is to get the initial work for the legal work, um, scouting the building, all the groundwork stuff like today, putting together um, the branding. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's to cover everything um, that runs up to that stage. The next phase will be the uh, physical and full sort of development, and uh, we expect there'll be another budget allocation uh, for that. Despite being supported by the government in these early stages, Poitier says it's important campus remains independent. But to allow us to raise money um, and also be artistically independent so uh, that nobody can dictate who comes to the school and who doesn't come to the school, and also um, to nobody can dictate the content of what happens in the school. As for the school's timeline... When we're doing the presentation, I said the timeline was to have doors open in the building January 1st, 2026, and uh, in May that we do our first public showcase. We can do it, and even if we have a little bit of it ready, that little bit will, will be worth it. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as Iran says it will respond to any threat from the United States. Plus, CEOs of Meta, X, Discord, TikTok, and Snap testify before a U.S. Senate committee. Some compensation for what your platform has done? Help Senator with counseling services? Help with dealing with the issues that your your services cause? Meta's Mark Zuckerberg grilled during the heated hearing. And why the CEO of popular clothing retailer H&M abruptly quit her job when our news returns. Now my first name ain't baby, it's Janet, Miss Jackson, if you miss me. Janet Jackson presents Together Again, a celebration of hits, plus brand new music live in concert. Janet Jackson at Atlantis, Saturday, April 27th. Get tickets now at AtlantisLive.com. For more, visit JanetJackson.com. When the Bahamas took center stage at World Expo in Dubai 2022, we were there as thousands got up close and personal with our story, like the unprecedented devastation of Hurricane Dorian, put center stage at Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting in Rwanda. We were there as the Prime Minister urged immediate action on climate change, an issue brought up months later at the historic 50th CARICOM meeting in the Bahamas. Because our news is everywhere, always there when it counts. The Chances Marketing team, and today we hosted our annual Christmas giveaway where we gave out toys and foods to the community. And today I would say it was an eventful day. Just to see thousands of cars lined up just to get a plate of food and put smiles on a lot of children's faces. On behalf, behalf of, of Jarrell Investments, we want to say you. thank you and wish, wish you a merry, 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 very Christmas. Christmas. And a happy, happy new year. Happy new year. See you all next year. 
This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. Iran's Revolutionary Guards Chief Hussein Salami warning the United States any threat will be met with a response. He says Tehran is not seeking war but won't shy away from it. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden has decided on a response to the recent drone attack that killed three U.S. service members in Jordan. This as tensions rise and the U.S. blames the attack on pro-Iranian militia Qatar Hezbollah. The common chapter between you and us, Iran and the U.S., is that we know each other. You know that we do not leave any threats unanswered. While we are not looking for war, we are not afraid of war, and we do not run away from it. CEOs of Meta, X, TikTok, Snap, and Discord, facing tough questions on combating online child sexual exploitation at a U.S. Senate hearing today. Senator Dick Durbin highlighted alarming statistics on sextortion, while Senator Lindsey Graham accused Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg of having, quote, blood on his hands. Parents in the room held pictures of victimized children. Despite previous bills, the committee is now seeking to address tech firms' liability in child abuse cases. You've got families from across the nation whose children are either severely harmed or gone and you don't think it's appropriate to take a, talk about steps that you took? The fact that you didn't fire a single person? To, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you compensated any of the victims? Sorry? Have you compensated any of the victims? I, These I, girls, I, have you compensated them? I don't believe so. H&M's CEO surprised the fashion world on Wednesday by quitting her job. Helena Helmerson said she was leaving the firm after four years and did not have the energy to continue. Company veteran Daniel Erver took over with immediate effect. Shares in the Swedish fashion retailer dropped over 10% on the update. The leadership change comes while the firm struggles to boost sales and profitability. H&M said sales for December and January fell by 4% compared to the previous year. That was a bad sign for the key Christmas shopping period. Fourth quarter operating profit reached $415.4 million dollars, it was up from a year ago, but below analyst projections. H&M has struggled to compete with Inditex-owned Zara and fast fashion giant Shein. Both rivals have seen strong sales growth. H&M has focused on profitability rather than sales volumes recently, as it aims to reach a 10% operating margin this year. New boss Hervé is 42 and has been at H&M for 18 years, most recently as head of the retailer's core H&M brand. That report from Francis McGuire from our partners at Reuters. And Peruvian officials intercepted 7.2 tons of drugs concealed in wooden tiles en route to Europe. Peruvian customs referred to as SUNAT revealed the shipment initially bound for Belgium through Bolivia was seized on January 18th. Authorities say police dogs detected the hidden cocaine and black plastic bases for the tiles. In the Peruvian market, there's more than seven tons of drugs would be worth over 10 million U.S. But in their final destination, Belgium and the Netherlands, they are worth over 300 million. And a Haitian judge investigating President Jovenel Moise's assassination issued an arrest warrant for his wife, Martine, for failing to meet with him for questioning. That's according to a legal document leaked late Monday and obtained by the Associated Press. 
The warrant, dated October 25th, 2023, seeks her cooperation in the ongoing investigation. Martine, who survived the attack, has not commented on the warrant. The assassination case has faced challenges with over 40 suspects arrested in Haiti, but progress has been slow. U.S. authorities have prosecuted extradited suspects, including Colombian soldiers and Haitian police officers, with four pleading guilty in Miami. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was January 31st. Then in our news at 7.30, the heartbreaking search continues for Kyle Carey, missing for over eight months. His family clings to hope for his safe return. Plus, repeat offenders targeted. As the prime minister says, you break the rules, you go to jail. The story when our news returns. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We have invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. As a sponsor of this initiative, RBC is proud to take another significant step in our journey of 115 fruitful years here in the Bahamas. Our partnership with Alive further emphasizes our unwavering commitment to small and medium-sized businesses. I want to show you the ambitious entrepreneurs that RBC stands with you. So let's embrace the spirit of this campaign and create a thriving business landscape together for a prosperous future for all. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was January 31st. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 1903, Charles Trevor Kelly was born in Harbor Island, Eleuthera. Kelly was a politician, businessman, government administrator, and land developer. As a member of parliament, he represented the Eleuthera constituency after winning the seat in 1956 as an independent candidate and then as a member of the United Bahamian Party, UBP, in 1962. Kelly is also credited for helping build the first Paradise Island Bridge, known as the Eastern Bridge, and creating Kelly Island, now known as Arawak Key. He died in 1994 at the age of 91. Then on January 31st, 2006, Paul Adderley stepped down as acting governor general after he was appointed to the post upon the resignation of Dame Ivy Dumont in November 2005. 
Adderley was first elected to the House of Assembly in 1962, representing the Western District of New Providence as a member of the Progressive Liberal Party. In 1965, he left the PLP and formed his own political party, the National Democratic Party, NDP, before returning to the PLP in 1972. The former cabinet minister was also the country's first and longest-serving attorney general, serving from 1973 to 1989. He died in September 2012 at the age of 84. Two years later, in June 2014, the building which houses the AG's office was named in his honor. All right, to watch that historical recap again and for all of today's top stories, you can visit rnews.bs. That's going to do it for us at News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Happy hump day, Hump Italia. day, Ken. We're halfway there. <laughs> Continue to push through. Absolutely. And we'll soon be saying TGIF. Two days. Two days. All right. Thanks, Ken. Well, the heartbreaking search continues for Kyle Carey, plus repeat offenders targeted. Here are your latest headlines. First tonight on our news live at 7.30, holding out hope. A desperate father continues to search for his missing son. We'll have more on this coming up tonight. Plus, the Prime Minister weighs in on the 2024 Bail Amendment Act. You do the crime, you do the time. Also, a community coming together. Grand Bahamians rally together in support of a local business. That owner shares his story. And later, developing technology and innovation. We'll tell you about a partnership in the nation's second city, helping to promote the growing sector. Our news live at 7.30 is back in a moment. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park, and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. As we roll into February, we continue to save at super value and quality supermarkets. Libby Spaghetti and Meatballs, 15 ounce, 159. Distinction Evaporated Milk, 14 ounce, 119. American Heritage Cream Cheese, 8 ounce, 2 for $5. Ground Beef, 1 pound, 399. Beef Short Ribs, 499 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. I'm Italia Hall. A young man is still missing more than eight months after walking out the front door of his family Coral Vista home. Kyle's Carey dad telling our Joshua Williams that they're still holding out and they hope that he'll be found. I really believe that he is out there somewhere. I really believe that with all my heart. Despite his 20-year-old son being missing since last May, Keith Carey says he and his family still believe the nightmare they've been living for the last eight months will have a happy ending. 
it's been uh, rough, but you know, I, I try my best to encourage everybody to stay strong, especially the wife. It's a story our news has been following since day one, when Kyle Carey was declared missing. The last time they saw Kyle was at this Coral Vista home I visited today. I'm walking out to the park. Uh, well, it's no issue for me. Um, hanging out at the area, at the community um, convenience store. It's not a problem for me, um, but uh, for this to happen, him being missing from this area, it was kind of a surprise to me. Not having Kyle around for his birthday in November and during the Christmas holidays was understandably difficult for the family. That was a tough, tough time, you know, because that would have been the first uh, year we've ever spent um, without spending the time with him. Festive uh, holidays, and, uh, that time of the year where people, families get together and celebrate. Uh, that was the first time, you know, uh, we spent Christmas without him as well. And for those families who may be going through something similar... Don't give up. That's all I could say. Don't give up. Keeping that spirit of hope alive, Keith shares what he'll do when he's first reunited with his son. Listen <laughs> here. Wow. Uh, you know what? I, I just would be happy to see him and give him a big hug and tell him that I love him. The family is offering a $25,000 reward for any information leading to Kyle's safe return. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks for that, Josh. Well, a man and woman are behind bars after being charged with a fatal stabbing. Prosecutors say 20-year-old Barton Major, otherwise known as Brandon Major, murdered Sanchez Giddens at a bar on East Street on January 27. Now Major's accused of abetting him in the murder. The accused did not have to enter pleas to the charges of murder and abetment to murder when they appeared before Magistrate Raquel Wims. Bail was denied and they returned to court in April to receive voluntary bill of indictment papers. Prime Minister Philip Davis laying out his case for much-anticipated amendments to the Bail Act, which revokes bail for repeat offenders while on bail. It also allows people to make a new bail application following due process. You break the rules, you go to jail. No more fines for violations. No more freedom to commit new crimes. When people show us they cannot follow the rules... It is more than reasonable to infer they pose too great a risk to public safety to be free as they await trial. Their disregard for the judge and for the court means they are too likely to reoffend or to commit new crimes. The Prime Minister says his government believes the proposed change balanced the government's respect for the judiciary with the urgent need to address violence in the communities. He believes the blatant disregard for bail conditions should be met with a strong response and not a slap on the wrist. Anyone convicted of breaching their bail will receive a sentence of up to five years. Meanwhile, opposition member of Parliament Adrian White is likening the amendment to a bad soup. If we're going to have the public excited about breach a bail, and go to jail, then let's give them some good meat in that soup and let's make it a fixed period. If not, the reality is we're going to put a greater burden, we're going to put a greater burden on our prosecutorial vehicles, those people that are already overworked now, we're going to make them jump through hoops, hoops, hoops and more hoops, and then we're going to find 
that the individual, the individual is getting a day, two days or a week. Well, Central and South Abaco Member of Parliament John Pinder says it's time for law and order. A special task force is in Abaco addressing illegal communities. Shantytown residents have been given 28 days to vacate their illegal homes. Pinder says foreigners coming into the country must abide by the law. We must have order. We must have all foreigners coming into this country to abide by laws. The Bahamas is for Bahamians, and we want normality in Albuquerque as well as the rest of the Bahamas. Pender revealing so far over 300 unregulated structures have been identified and marked in Gully and Gaza. He says one of the main issues with these large unregulated communities is sanitation. One of the large um, issues in these shanty towns is the lack of sanitation, and Albuquerque's water table spreads across of all of Albuquerque, and if it's tainted in one place, then, it's the, the, then it'll affect the drinking water for all of Albuquerque. If the prodigal sons are unable to repay $30,000 in junk new seed funding, the government does not plan on taking legal action. That's according to Culture Minister Mario Bullock, who says the group should be able to repay the funds. The ministry released a statement yesterday acknowledging that an investigation was completed and the group needed to pay. Here's what Minister Bullock had to say today. There's no need to take legal action against them. At this very present moment, in our opposition stand, they need to bring the money back. And if they don't bring the money back, they will not receive any funding from the government any further until they do so. Uh, you cannot take the government money and sign a contract say you're going to show up on Bay Street and don't show up for two parades. You should know months in advance whether you will make that parade or not, not the day before, and then tell us you can't make the parade. Minister Bolag adds, the expectation has always been that once you receive funding, you participate in the major parades. And the prodigal sons won't be the only group the ministry is going after. They're not the only group we're going after. We have been doing some investigation, and we will be bringing to the public some other groups that who um, either come to one parade, they get funds for two parades, they show up on one parade, and then show, don't show up to the next. And so, again, we have to be accountable for the, the, the money, the government's money. All right. Well, nice temperatures this evening in the capital as we are now at the middle of the work week. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg, 69 degrees. Cool. Cool. It's going to be cooler later on in tonight and into tomorrow morning. This is also the end of January, so we are ending the month with some cool weather, and we're going to start off February with some more cool weather. 69 degrees on the outside right now, under mostly clear skies. Winds out of the west-northwest at 15 miles per hour, so the breeze has picked up, and it's making it feel like a very cool 65. Satellite radar composite showing some patchy clouds moving across us. We had a weak frontal trough or surface to low-level trough that moved across the central Bahamas earlier. Now we are anticipating a front, very weak one, and moisture starved to be sliding into the northwest Bahamas. That will continue its trek towards the southeast. High pressure will build up behind that, and we experience some breezy conditions tonight through the early part of tomorrow. But those winds are expected to fall off. But we are going to enjoy some rather nice conditions for the next couple of days. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. So look at your extended forecast. Still to come. Still to come on our news, an update to a story we've been following. Bahamas Air given the all clear to fly by the FAA. Plus, Fair Play given their fair shot at business. A grand Bahamian entrepreneur shares his story straight ahead. And local graduates equipped with a tech edge to succeed. They share their experience following an intense three-month course. And that's all coming up when our news returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed.
Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. There are some things that are undeniably Bahamian. A good count salad, junkanoons, the way we worship, the way we take care of one another, all undeniably Bahamian. And right in the midst of our iconic things, places, and people is Commonwealth Bank. Increasing access, sponsoring dreams, working alongside Bahamians to increase the quality of their lives for more than 60 years. Commonwealth Bank, nothing more than being Bahamian. Commonwealth Bank, leader in personal banking services. Attention, my Solomon Smart Rewards members. Are you ready for a holiday season filled with rewards? Introducing Triple Point Sundays in Solomon's and Exuma Markets. That's right. Earn three times the points on Sundays, November 5th to December 24th, when you shop Solomon's and Exuma Markets. Don't miss out on this incredible chance to earn bonus points for your holiday grocery shopping. So triple the joy this holiday season and shop Triple Point Sundays for triple the savings on all the best deals. You know what else giving you three times the points? Triple points, no more and keep on Ow, baby. newly acquired Boeing 737 Next Generation aircraft has been given all clear to travel to the United States. This past Friday, we told you it was unable to fly to the U.S. after not being certified by the United States Federal Aviation Administration. It was only being used on domestic and regional routes. Well, according to the airline's managing director, the FAA certified the plane for travel yesterday, and the plane will head to Fort Lauderdale as early as today. I am pleased to advise that the FAA has certified that airplane, and that airplane is actually scheduled to go into Fort Lauderdale today. While following social media outrage, a popular Port Lakaya Marketplace restaurant and bar is set to reopen tomorrow. Our news speaking with the owner of the restaurant and a leader in the business community late this afternoon about the entire ordeal. And all of us sat down at the round table and we came to an agreement. Social media went into a frenzy after learning that Fair Play Restaurant and Bar had closed their doors. The restaurant that opened some six years ago is owned by Gary Samelford. It's been a popular attraction for residents and tourists. Some on Facebook say Fair Play is an asset to Port Lacayre, while others say bring back Fair Play. Samelford alleges on Saturday morning his business was boarded up and locked. Our News reached out to Port Lacayre Marketplace Management who promised to provide a statement on the matter. We just couldn't come to a common ground with management and so I had a meet we had a meeting today. The owner says Fair Play will be back in operation as of February first, as both parties are satisfied following their meeting, adding that he signed a three year lease. He says he's seen all of the positive support on social media and he's thankful. Everybody came for me and it brought tears to my eye for the last few days. I was overwhelmed with the love and the support and the joy. It kept me going for the last from Saturday until now it honestly It kept me and my wife, it kept us going. 
Member of the Grand Bahama business community, Darren Cooper, also showing his support. We're not in any position to lose any business at this time, um, and in particular, a successful business um, and a humble uh, business owner. And we thought it was very important that we stand with this company and to let our voices be heard and to also uh, show support and being able uh, not to celebrate the closure, but to fight as hard as we can to make sure that the doors can reopen. And so uh, we are very excited that this has been able to take place. All right, great news. Well, Grand Bahamians now better equipped for the workforce. This says the Grand Bahama Port Authority in conjunction with Quest Corps Limited and the University of the Bahamas North held its Tech Ed certification ceremony. The purpose of the program is to further develop the technology and innovation sector in Grand Bahama. Once students have completed their training, the goal is to obtain a job in Grand Bahama or with Quest Corps, a leading international technology training company. Well, during the recent certification ceremony, Chief Investment Officer at the GBPA, Derek Newbold, and consultant Dr. Donovan Moxie shared why the upskilling program is more than an educational initiative. These graduates describing their experience during the two to three month course. We went from knowing absolutely nothing. Uh, some of us are uh, on cloud concept, Azure, um, app development, uh, cybersecurity, to now, uh, some three months later, uh, we, some of us were able to obtain globally recognized certification. So uh, we're forever and eternally grateful. Two months, five days a week at long hours and putting in studies in between time, it's, it, it is challenging, but I would say that it is very, very rewarding. Um, I learned a lot. Um, I learned things that I wouldn't even imagine I'd be learning at this stage. And, and it's just been a great experience altogether. When our news comes back from the break, Bahamian athletes take their talents to the NFL. We'll tell you about their participation in the annual Pro Bowl. Will BISS track and field championships be canceled? BISS basketball playoffs are underway and the Mingos take to the hardwood. Stay right there. Our sports is up next. As we roll into February, we continue to save at super value and quality supermarkets. Libby Spaghetti and Meatballs, 15 ounce, 159. Distinction Evaporated Milk, 14 ounce, 119. American Heritage Cream Cheese, 8 ounce, 2 for $5. Ground Beef, 1 pound, 399. Beef short ribs, 499 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is now City of Hope, creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. I'm the Kansas marketing team, and today we hosted our annual Christmas giveaway where we gave out toys and foods to the community. And today I would say it was an eventful day. Just to see thousands of cars lined up just to get a plate of food and put smiles on a lot of children's faces. On behalf Half of, of Jarrell Investments, we want to say you. thank you and wish, wish you a merry, 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 Christmas. Merry, merry Christmas. And a happy, happy New Year. New Year. 
For 38 years, Struckum Commercial Pest Services has provided trained, certified technicians while using environmentally safe, industry-standard products. Pests can devastate your business. Together, we will ensure adequate sanitation standards and safe pest exclusion methods. Uncontrolled pest problems lead to significant financial loss due to food contamination, business disruption, and stock waste. Struckum provides detailed solutions protecting your business and reputation. Struckum, number one in pest control services. This is our news. Welcome back. This weekend, when the National Football League hosts the annual Pro Bowl, Bahamians will be in attendance and not just watching. They'll be participating in a flag tournament while Bahamas Air came on board to sponsor the teams. Our Sasha Lightborn reports. I know we are excited to play in the Pro Bowl because some of us haven't yet, but it's a good experience and we will just try our best and do what we can. And it feels good to be at this point where in the Bahamas most people don't have this opportunity to do these type of stuff and travel around the world and get scholarships and all these type of things. So we are excited to be in this position to play. Those are two members of Team Bahamas' youth co-ed team who left for Orlando this morning to participate in the NFL Pro Bowl flag tournament this weekend. The Bahamas has fielded a youth and adult team. It's the first time the Bahamas will play in such a tournament. One of the team's sponsors is Bahamas Air. Here's Managing Director Tracy Cooper. This is indeed a, a good occasion, and we're here to celebrate um, any accomplishments that uh, uh, children can have. Sports Minister Mario Bolag encouraging the kids to bring home the goal as he says the Bahamas is known for its rich sports legacy. As we step into the field, we carry with us a spirit of our nation, a spirit defined by resilience, passion, and unwavering determination to succeed. We may be small in size, but our ambitious is boundless and our efforts unshakable. The Bahamas has always been a leader in the sporting world and today reaffirm our commitment to that legacy. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. All right, thanks for that, Sasha. Will the BAISS track and field meet may be postponed and the Mingos take to the court once again? Here's Tej Adderley with a check on sports. Tej. Thanks, Natalia. Good evening. Welcome to Our Sports. I'm Tage Adderley. Will the 2024 BISS Track and Field Championships be canceled? We put that question directly to the sports minister today. I don't know if that meet itself is canceled. Maybe postponed for another date. But at this time, um, I hope that they come to a conclusion that will be uh, suitable for all. That was Sports Minister Mario Boleg responding to rumors that this year's BISS Track and Field Championships have been cancelled. According to a source, the issue is that the trials are scheduled from March 15th through the 17th, and BISS was scheduled to be held the week before, which sources in the private schools believe is too quick a turnaround time for their athletes. BISS Track and Field has nothing to do with the ministry or the government. Uh, that is a decision date that is made on them. We provide the facility and uh, the availability of the dates for them to use the track in order for them to have their event. We reach out to B3A's president, Jamika Watcher, on the matter, who says it's the organization's most sincere wish that resolved this found on the issue. Now, we'll be sure to bring you the latest developments as they become available. Now we stick to BISS, this time on the basketball court. The 2023-24 season is all wrapped up. That means sudden death in the playoffs. 
We had BASS Sudden Death Playoffs yesterday at the Kendall Geologics Gymnasium. In the Junior Boys Division, the QC Comets came back for being down 11 points against Jordan Prince William to win in dramatic fashion 43-42, while St. John's Junior Girls won in dominating fashion over Queens College 42-25. In the Senior Boys Division, Kingsway Academy beat Jordan Prince Will 64-57, while St. John's beat St. Augustine's College in the Senior Girls' side 45 to 29. Playoffs are continuing right now. Once they wrap up, we're on to the finals next week. Okay, we're going to stick to the hardwood where the Mingos picked up a big win. The boys in blue picked up a big win over the regulators in MPBA action. Delano and Bristol led the Mingos with 21 points, while Aquante Edgecombe had 17. First half, we came out kind of playing at our normal pace. We realized that if we wanted to beat them, we were going to have to speed it up a little bit, you know, Kick things into another game. The first part of the game for us, I think, was getting all the guys on the same page. Everybody uh, knowing what to do on defense, on the defensive end. No defense with them, so that was a big thing for us. We're all done with sports for the day. I'm Tay Adley. When our news comes back from the break, meteorologist Greg Thompson is back in the Weather Center. He has your extended look at weather across the islands. That's all coming up when our news returns. Stay with us. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together. The sound of Guinness. The sounds of greatness. Introducing the Focal Smart Pass app that helps you to fuel up faster. Here's how it works. Download the app on the App Store or get it on Google Play and create your profile with payment details. Visit your nearest Shell station. Open the app, scan the pump's QR code, select your payment amount, and begin fueling. Say goodbye to cash and cards because the Focal Smart Pass offers secure and convenient payment options right at your fingertips. Download Focal Smart Pass now and fuel up faster today. decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't. Through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable. The road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hard-working team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time.
Welcome back to our news. Temperatures in the upper 60s tonight. As we move closer to the weekend, Greg is back in the Weather Center live with your extended forecast. Greg, it's chilly tonight. I told you earlier, I feel as if I'm in Freeport. I'm loving the weather and I want it to stay. I'm so good. hopefully for February, the month of love, we continue to see these cool uh, temperatures. Well, it's be ending January with uh, some cool weather and we're going to begin February with some cool weather. And uh, as you've seen for the last couple of weeks, we've been seeing the fronts come like back what, every back three to days, back, yeah. back to back to back. Lots so yeah, and has been coming with some cooler weather. So yeah, we're gonna see some cooler weather for the month of February. I don't know if I'm gonna promise you all the way to Valentine's Day. Yeah, no, we're gonna try. We're gonna try and keep you fluffy, and you need your sweater, and you, you know. There you, there you go with the fluff. <laughs> I gotta leave the fluff. But yeah, yeah, so expect some nice cool weather for the remainder of the week. Temperatures will remain rather. Cool, uh, low, low to mid-70s for the balance of the week, and then we have a slight warm-up. Cold front is expected uh, on the uh, beginning of next week, but we showed that in a short while. We had two boundaries that moved through the uh, islands earlier. First one is uh, what we call a low to low-level, surface of low-level trough. That's actually moving in the central Bahamas now. But this here, right here, is the weak cold front. Moisture starved, not much weather associated with it. All attached to a low-pressure system that's off the Georgia-Carolina coast, and that's low will slide out towards the east. High pressure is building behind that. The combination of the high and the low creating a tight pressure gradient across us. So we're looking at for some breezy conditions across the islands. So it's going to be challenging for boating and beaching starting tonight through tomorrow. So we're asking your boaters to remain near port. And your beach goes advice not to get into the waters because it's going to be rather rough out there. Of course, surf is going to be life-threatening, so make sure you do exercise caution out there. Wider look, we have that low-pressure system, as I mentioned, with some moisture and some clouds associated with that not really affecting us. And then, of course, across the entire United States of America, quiet, cool air mass across that will be moving across our area. And like I said, that's going to keep us rather nice for the next several days. So if you need to get out in the evenings, you're probably going to need a sweater, maybe even a jacket. And if you're sending the kids to school early in the morning, make sure they are well-dressed. Next storm system that we're expecting, well out there across the uh, Pacific Northwest. That is a system that's going to be affecting us beginning next week. Two front boundaries expected by Monday and Tuesday. That will actually reinforce the conditions across our area. So we are looking for a string or a couple of days of some rather nice weather. Of course, we're going to keep trying to get this cool air mass moving across us. So we don't expect much in terms of any really significant warm temperatures. Future forecast showing the moisture associated with the two boundaries. The first one, well out there in the open Atlantic. Second one, frontal boundary, quiet, across us through Thursday. Some high-level clouds moving across us. And then by Friday, we get some increased clouds. So that slight warm-up for the weekend. And of course, as I mentioned, frontal boundary expected by early next week. Boating and beaching not advised, really. Advisory posted for the swells. Northerly winds, 15 to 20 knots, seas 4 to 7 feet. But they will be building up to 10 feet along Atlantic, Atlantic exposed shorelines. High tide is at 11.44 tonight, the low tide at 5.57 in the morning. For the southeast bombers, more of a northwest and northerly flow. 15 to 20 knots, seas 4 to 6 feet, 10 feet in some northeasterly swells. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In your extended forecast, quiet conditions, low 70s through the remainder of the week. Saturday, we have a slight warm-up, and then we expect those fronts by Monday, Tuesday, and temperatures take a dip once again. That is a look at our weather. Back to Italia.
All right. Thank you so much, Greg. And thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.